Hey guys, welcome to the Mom Voice. I'm Lauren. And I'm Sarah. With seven kids between the two of us, we know what a wild ride parenting can be. But that it's also the most rewarding job any of us will ever do. As longtime best friends, we've been together for a lot, helping each other all along the way. And now we're sharing our journeys with you, letting you in on our day-to-day to hear what's working in our homes and what's not. Each week, we'll be sitting down to talk all the things, from parenting to TV, relationships to self-care. We'll cover it all. So whether you're a stay-at-home mom or empty nester, join us here to get informed and help your family thrive. Together, we'll figure it all out. Welcome to your Mommy Morning Show. And before we get started, we want to talk to you about foam at home. As we're approaching spring break and warmer temps, Bringing a foam machine to any party is such a blast. It can dress up any occasion, a birthday, after-school play date, or holiday. Go check us out at foamathome.net or on Instagram at foamathome where you can book here in Arizona or in Utah to rent one of our machines for your next event. And again, that's foamathome.net, F-O-A-M, or on Instagram It's an affordable, fun way to make any party memorable. So go check it out for prices, pictures, and content. Okay, Sarah, I know you always start started out with a funny, you know, question for me. But I I was thinking this this week, and I wanted to ask you, random. Okay. Do you put your bread in the fridge? I never have in my entire life. No. Does Jeremy, so your fr- where is your bread right now? It's in my pantry in the bread bin. Okay, yeah. I don't ever put my bread is in the fridge. Is that a thing? Oh, George loves to put the bread in the fridge. Does he? And I'm like, babe, no. I don't know why. I think oh. he thinks it like preserves it longer, but I'm just like, can we stop? Oh, it will just funny. be at random. When he like cleans out the kitchen, it goes in the fridge. Really? I know, weird. And so like when you're eating a PB&J or something, you've got cold bread. Well, I guess if you're eating it at that moment, like about to eat it, yeah. I probably would pop it in the microwave. But if it's oh. going in the school lunch, like it's going to be warm by then anyways. Yes. But like, because I, I don't like cold bread. I guess it's doing no harm. I'm thinking through this right now. Like, I guess it could only maybe have added benefits, right? I don't know. Maybe I, preserve it? I think he thinks it will like <gasps> preserve last longer type idea. I should know that. That's so funny. I know, I know people Random. put bread in the freezer. I've never done that. I have like bought, you know, yeah, four packs from Costco and freeze the rest. Oh, I've totally done that. But and does it work? I well, feel yeah. like I oh, always, absolutely. yeah. I, okay, here's my hang up with that. I feel like you know, like when you get waffles or something, or at least maybe my freezer's weird and broken. But I get like ice crystals within the bag. Do you know what I'm talking about? And I feel like it makes it mushy sometimes. Yes, the ice crystals, but that's because it's been opened. Like your bread, you only leave the bread in the freezer till you open it and then you start eating it. Okay. So I think, you know, I don't think you'll run into that. So you don't get the ice crystals? No. 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 Okay. Unless there's some weird condensation on the bread. Yeah, no, yeah. but that's not even, yeah, no, oh, that, no. Maybe I'll do that, Lauren. Yeah, I mean, well, because what, if you buy like the two pack, I mean, unless you fly through bread, you know, know. it's just sitting on the shelf I've for an extra week or two. I don't have any room in my freezer right now, yeah. though. I mean, it's packed. It's crazy. Okay, yeah. 
You guys, we have such a fun episode today. I know. It's giveaway week. It's giveaway week, and it's a magical episode, so just get ready. (laughs) I know. We thought we would share with you some of our tips and tricks and advice for the parks. I mean, you know Disneyland is a special like place for us. We try to go really as much as we can, and so we thought we'd just share some tidbits to help you if you're a first-timer or just newly back from COVID. There's a lot of new stuff going on. I know. I feel like I I talked to so many people who have been throwing around the idea of going to Disneyland or Disney World um, sometime soon. I think it's one of the things we have available to us, you know, like, uh, I don't know, cruises. People are not that comfortable yet doing cruises or traveling abroad or whatnot. So I think a lot of people are kind of ready for that experience again. I know. I think they've missed theme parks and that kind of park experience. And totally. so, yeah, I feel like a lot of people are going to Disneyland. I know. And we did an episode like way back when, you guys. One of our first. One of our first with Lauren's sister. She came yeah. and joined us. But we were like, we kind of need a refresher because in a post, well, in a pandemic world, whatever, so much has changed. Like, yeah, it it's has. kind of a different experience now. And so we have so many like tips, tricks to to share with you now, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. But before we dive into the content, let's share our giveaway details. For sure. Tell everybody what we're doing. Yeah. We are really excited. We're teaming up with Kendra Atkins. Um, She is at With Kendra, and she's an awesome mom of multiples and a vlogger, and we are giving away two Disneyland tickets as well as Genie Plus, and we're going to kind of explain what Genie Plus is and how that all works, as well as two shirts for Mommy and Me. We're kind of calling this the Mommy and Me Disney, you know, giveaway. Extravaganza. I know. So, I mean, like we said so many times, it's just a special place for us. We really think the magic, the fun, the experience is one of a kind. And so we want one of you to enjoy it. Totally. I actually designed um, a graphic for a shirt that we wore yeah. recently. And our friend Jen, she made these for us and she was so kind. She offered to do it for our winners as well. So we're going to give like a custom designed Disneyland shirt um, for mommy and a little one. Or if you want to have maybe a couple trip or you and your best friend or whatever, we're going to give you two shirts to wear to the park as well. So what are we asking people to do to enter the giveaway? Yeah, we're trying to keep it super simple. I know giveaways can kind of be, you know, a la-di-da, a lot. So it's just follow us at the Mom Voice Podcast on Instagram, as well as Kendra with Kendra on Instagram. Like the photo and just tag three friends. So maybe they want to come and enter or find the podcast or whatever. That would be so great. That'll be perfect. And I was kind of saying to Lauren, we don't always get like ton of entry. So your odds are pretty good here, you guys. No, the they odds really are in are. your favor here. And I think you could have a chance. You totally could have a chance. And like we said, this is just, Disney is so special to us and we'll go into that even more. But so buckle up, get ready for Disney talk. And if you have anybody that you know who's planning a trip or debating a trip or anything, make sure and share this episode with them. Yeah. Um, because we're going to, ch- we are, we're going to be honest. We're going to give some honest review on a few different things. And we're going to share kind of those things that make our days really successful with our kids at Disneyland. Um, I think a good place to start, and just to clarify for anybody who's not like a diehard Disney person, clarify what we're talking Disneyland and kind of clarify what that is made up of 
the parks yeah, and Disneyland's all. Disneyland's yeah. in Anaheim, California, and it's California Adventure as well as Disneyland. So that's the Disneyland Resort. There's downtown Disney, too, and a few re- hotels. Um, yeah, Disney World. Walt Disney World is in Orlando. And a lot of this information does translate over kind of how to manage the parks or Genie Plus. But we are targeting Disneyland with some of the more details. So, but yeah, so we're, we, um, yeah, let's dive in. I think we wanted to kind of start with like kind of our recommendation of maybe tickets or length of trip if you are starting to plan or what to buy, um, as well as diving into the new reservation system. So they offer two types of tickets that you can buy. So when you go to Disney.com, well, no, actually, Lauren, they can get a deal by purchasing through your Disney on the Dime discount. So Lauren does a Disney account on Instagram with her sisters and our friend Monica. Disney on the dime. Yes, Disney on the dime. You guys know I am a Disney fanatic sharing all the stuff over there, the tips and tricks too. So be sure to check it out. But yeah, we have, you know, Disney on the dime is trying to at least save where we can. It's such an expensive trip, but really, yeah, we have, as time has gone on, there's really not many corners to cut to save at Disney. It's just all in all an expensive outing and it's a big investment for your family and we totally get that. But you guys do a great job at like how to maximize your spend, like how to get the best bang for your buck at the park. And I think you share like so much good information about like, yeah, like you are spending all that money, like make it count. Here's how to maximize it and all the things to do. So yeah, definitely, definitely go follow. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah. No, I think, yeah, when you're spending that kind of money, I just want you to be aware of all that's available to you and really how to utilize your time the best through the day so yeah. that you can get it all done, get it in, enjoy what you want. Because it, yeah, it might be once in a lifetime, you might come back, who knows? So tell people where your link is to get the discount on the tickets. Yeah, so uh, there's a link in our bio and we... um have a link with Undercover Tourists where you can save probably about 5 to $7 per ticket. And really, as we have come to find out, that's really the best you're going to get right now. Right. You can definitely buy in the app or website for Disneyland, and that's very easy and convenient too. Or if you want to save a few dollars, go over to Disney on the Dime at the link in our bio. Okay, so the two type of tickets that you're able to buy is a one park per day ticket or what they call a park hopper which essentially allows you to kind of start at one park and then hop to the other park after 1 p.m. You can like start at Disneyland and then hop over to California Adventure. Let's talk about the pros and cons of doing a one park per day ticket versus a park hopper. Lauren, I already know where your head's at, but (laughs) we're going to talk about it out loud. Tell people kind of what you would suggest if you're trying. Okay, let me give you a scenario. You have a family of three kids, they're 12 and under, and this is your once a every three, four year trip to Disneyland, what would you suggest? And how many days? Yeah, I think if you can score three days at the park, that's going to be probably ideal. Three days, I feel like you can get most of it in. And by the end of that third day, you're still exhausted. And so, you're ready to go home. And you're probably about ready to be done. <laughs> All of but you. I feel like you can get most everything in. I mean, it's crazy. Even after three days and as many times as, as I have gone, I still wish there was more I could have gotten in. But um, I kind of like prefer the one park per day. I do think there's a savings there. If you look at the hopper price to a one park per day ticket, I mean, 
The hoppers are quite expensive and it makes for a very full day back and forth, back and forth. I mean, if they're you, about 50% more. Yeah. So you're so, seeing about a $60 markup between a one park to a hop, to a hopper, right? And if you only have one day, I can totally kind of see how you might want to squish them both in. Or if you have teenagers and you're just doing a quick trip, like I can see how a hopper would be just perfect. You kind of coast and do both parks. You're on your feet, moving a lot, hitting the big rides. But if you are going for more like a full experience with younger kids, it's like a Disneyland vacation. I think three days is awesome. And I would do two days at Disneyland, one day at California Adventure. Yep. Disneyland, I mean, if you look at the list, almost has like double the rides. Yeah. And of course, it's more nostalgic and they have the classic lands and kind of it is just the iconic Disneyland. There's just a lot to see and do there. Yeah. California Adventure has come so far. Cars Land. Oh, my gosh. The newest camp, um, Avengers Campus is incredible. It is really so there's so much to see there. But really, I mean, you can definitely kind of fit it all in in one day. Totally. Um, And then Pixar Pier. There's so much there's it's almost like don't miss California Adventure either, because I think some people might write it off. But it is like, oh, I awesome love it. It's I love so, California it's got Adventure. so much to do. Totally. I totally love it. And I love, uh, so how I like to do things is I really try and do three days, one part per day. And I'll start at Disneyland, you know, because it's the nostalgic, the castle, the kids are so happy. And then day two, we'll typically go to DCA or California Adventure. And then I like to end on Disneyland also, just because, I don't know, again, I like to just kind of go out on the Disney high. But that's kind of my game plan, typically. Do you have a preference on which park you kind of start your trip on? Yeah, we're probably about the same, too. Yeah. And I mean, it again, I guess it just... it. It really comes down to, I know, your budget and probably the ages that you are accommodating. Right. I mean, and it and the budget I know is a lot. It's a lot of money, period. Tickets are a lot. But when you really price compare, even if you do a two-day, one park per day compared to the hopper, you get a whole second day for about $60 more. Totally. And I think in the end, it's so much more worth it not to feel rushed or kind of crazy or, you know, just feeling like you have to run, run, run to get it all in. You really can kind of slow it down a little bit, catch the little kid rides, the little ones, the toddlers are going to enjoy. Enjoy a treat. Right. Exactly. Maybe sit down for lunch, have like a sit down lunch. You know, it's just, it makes your time way more enjoyable and not feeling so crunched. I totally agree. A really important thing to remember that has changed post-COVID is now, in addition to a ticket purchase, you have to do a second step and have a reservation for the park. So that goes for every single day you're there. You need to go on to Disney.com, sign in, link your tickets. So I'm assuming if you buy through Undercover Tourist, you're just linking your ticket to your account. Yeah. And we have um, kind of a how to do a that. A blog post yeah. on how to do that too. It's pretty right. simple. So once you link your tickets, then they're going to want you, you need to go in and make a reservation. And you guys don't sleep on this. So like, yes. I will say I have a little bit of anxiety around the whole reservation system. Like I understand the purpose, like whatever, but like, don't take for granted that the park you want is going to be available on that day because it might not be, and they might be booked up totally. And you might have to readjust, which I know is so annoying, but it's a, it's 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 a requirement so we have to do it you got to have a ticket and a reservation yes 
Don't forget. I mean, we've also been in binds where day hasn't been available. And if that is the case for you, just keep checking. Sometimes refresh, refresh, refresh. refresh. Yeah. Things do open up, but it is tricky. It's kind of a bummer that that freedom of just like, if you're at the beach in the summer, I want to run over to Disneyland for the day. You really don't have that flexibility anymore. It is kind of like pre-planned and they are going kind of by capacity issues or whatnot. So yeah, just be prepared. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is a necessary step. Okay. So another thing is in addition to like, well, when you're buying your ticket, you have an option now to buy Genie Plus. Yes. I'm going to turn it over to Lauren. We've both used Genie Plus now, mul- well, multiple times. And I think we're both fans. We're going to give our review after she tells us what it is. What is Genie Plus? Yeah. Genie Plus is the new FastPass system. If you remember from years ago, FastPass was a free ticket system that kind of gave you a fast lane. So you didn't have such a long wait. You had to come back in your time slot and you got a shorter wait time. That evolved to MaxPass and you could do the same type of thing for a cost from your phone. Yeah. And that was a great addition. A lot of people liked it, but you still had both options, which was really great. FastPass mm-hmm. or MaxPass. Rest in peace. Right. I know. (laughs) And we do miss it. And then COVID hit and I mean, everything shifted and we knew that the possibility of a new paid um, fast lane was a possibility. And that did come to pass here just recently. It opened a few months ago. I really wanted to hate on it because it's just 20 more dollars a ticket, 20 more dollars ahead to use this um, feature. And I really just didn't want to like it. But we did do it on our recent trip with our family And it did help a ton um, make the day go so much smoother, shorter wait times, getting it all in. Um, And how it works is it's um, something you have on your phone on the Disneyland app. Just FYI, you have to have the Disneyland app. Like download that now for the tickets, for all the features, all the mobile ordering, the reservations, everything. And we'll get into that more. But be sure to have the Disneyland app ready to go. And a backup charger for your phone. Yes, (laughs) always have a backup charger at Disneyland because your phone will die. It It will. will. With this app, You're using it it 24-7. I feel like the app kind of soaks my battery. Oh, well, I don't know. Surely. I mean, think of how much we're doing and then taking pictures and calling and all of it. I know. Um. So on the app, you can you can pull up your day and there are time slots for rides. And so then you can pick a ride and for that time slot. And when you go, there's another term called the lightning lane. So oh, when you go lane. to check in um, at that time, you'll scan it in and you will go down the lightning lane, which will be a shorter wait time. I mean, significantly, at least half the wait, if not quicker. Yeah. And so it, it it is so great. You do get to the benefit of a quick wait with kids. It's so helpful. With a busy day, it's so helpful. Totally. And it really worked great for our family. It did. It helped a lot. So a couple tips navigating Genie Plus that I just noticed when I was using it was, so like as soon as we scanned our our passes in the lightning lane, I'm like rebooking my next one. Yes. So like top of while it. you're in line, you can start scrolling and like get in line for like your next window. Because what you'll notice on the Disneyland app is like throughout the day, things are going to start kind of booking out like your windows, you know, they're going to start being like, oh, two hours away, three hours away. Like, and so you're, you're going to figure it out really quick. It's really intuitive and you'll, you'll get the flow. But I did like, I wanted to like keep a booking at all times kind of. So like when we would be in line, we would just be like, okay, what do we want to ride next? Or, you know, and dare I say like, we weren't hopping from, um, 
from genie ride to genie ride? Because say that too, Lauren, not everything is a genie ride. Yes, not there's, every ride has genie. Yeah, so and, there's only like a handful, right. not a handful. There's more than there's that. There's quite but, a few yeah. in each park, but I mean, definitely it's not every single ride. So right. you do kind of have to prioritize and plan out what rides you want to make sure to hit and then what you're prepared to stand yeah. stand by in. Um Talk about the a la carte options for Genie. So in each park, there are extra rides that do cost money additionally to Genie Plus. And actually, you don't have to have Genie Plus to buy them either. If you just wanted that ride, you can add that on and buy it. But Rise of the Resistance and um, in Disneyland, Web Slingers in California Adventure and Cars, um, Radiator Racers, um, Springs Racers is um, an a la carte additional price. So I have to give my 100% honest review on these things. You have got to do Rise. So if you're not able to do the standby, I say go buy it. I say if that's your one trip, especially if you have Star Wars fans, you have got to do Rise of the Resistance. Wouldn't you agree? Rise of the Resistance is Pretty incredible. It's, it's like so one good. of its kind. It, the experience. I mean, you're kind of on the full Star Wars adventure. You're so immersed. It's, it's so well done. It's, so it's good. really, really amazing. I mean, I've taken a lot of people, like between my husband, different neighbors, friends, whatever, yeah. for the first time, and everybody's like, "Wow, that was up so their jaw good." Off yeah. the ground. So it's I so really cool. feel like Rise. Like, yeah, that sucks to pay extra, but like, if you're not able to do the standby line. You got to do rise. Okay. My honest review with web slingers at DCA, I would pass on it. I wouldn't pay extra for it. Yeah. Personally, I feel like you're getting the same type of ride experience with like Toy Story Mania or Buzz Lightyear in Disneyland. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of an interactive game-ish thing it's where- like a 3D. 3D, like, whatever. Yes. It's a competition yep. thing. Yep. And I feel like we have that in other rides that are not extra- so that w- that's my review on Web Slingers. And then for racers, we Lauren and I are big proponents of the single rider line yes. on Radiator Springs Racers. So I love racers. It's probably one of my favorite rides. I think it's so well done. And again, if you have a huge Lightning McQueen or Cars fan, maybe you pay for that one too if they're little and you want to sit right next to them. But explain what single rider is because I do think it is such a little hidden gem at Disney. Yeah, I know. One more line for us to mention right. here. Single rider Get line. Get ready for all the terms. All the terms. All oh my gosh. Terms. I know we need like a glossary. Yeah, yeah. Um, Single Rider is another line that a few select rides <laughs> have the option to get in line for, and they kind of fill the empty seats with those those people. Right. So it goes pretty quick. Really, you're kind of, you're only in it for, I don't know. Oh, I feel like it's a 10th of the line. Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's super so quick. short. Yeah. I mean, the ones that come to mind that, you know, just as well, just a quick turnaround and you can punch it out is like in credit coaster and cars, cars line, um, standby line has been pretty crazy long as Always. of late, like 60 to 90 minutes. Always. I mean, you'll probably wait in the single rider line for probably about 20 to 25 minutes. Oh, if that. I feel like I've had really short ones. Uh, the last two times I've done single rider, I was in it for 25 oh, minutes. I really was. But I mean, again, it's better than like 90 minutes. Oh, yeah. So, I feel like, yeah, they can really be short sometimes. Yeah, yeah super for sure. quick. And then just be prepared, though, you probably likely will be separated from your group. So like your child would get into a car with another family or whatever or whatnot and just kind of make a meetup plan at the end that you all 
meet back up right as you get off together, and then you can exit together so that it's super easy. And then you really are waiting in next to no line, and you don't necessarily have to pay for the extra on the cars or in Credit Coaster if you're just loving that and you want to knock it out a few more times. It's a great, fast way to use, you know, have that option. I mean, so like our nine-year-olds and like Tristan, 11, yes. 12, they would do Incredicoaster single rider like over and over again. Yeah. They just love it. They you know? just love that so ride so much. It's a much. good way for them just to like get their taste of kind of the big rides. Does Matterhorn do it? Who does it? I, I forget. Think Matterhorn does yeah, it. Yeah, I think they um, do. I forget. Space? I don't think Space does. Yeah, I don't think Who they else either. does it over at Disneyland? I, I have remember. as well. We have a list on our blog too yeah. and on the website yeah. on Disney, but there's a handful. So just yeah. look out for that because so that's be a aware. great option. Yeah. Be aware of it. Uh, yeah. While we're kind of talking about like ride options really quick, let's just mention rider switch. Yes. Tell people kind of what Which, the rider switch program is. Cause if you have, if you have the um, ability to do rider switch, I highly recommend it. Oh, absolutely. Totally. Again, it's like another lightning lane, pra- a genie plus pass in a sense. Rider switch is um, for, you know, us that have maybe toddlers or infants that cannot ride. Every ride does, especially when we get into the thrill rides, has a height requirement. So double check that with your kids or toddlers yeah. before you go. You might right be there on the cusp. And so it might be just the difference of wearing a certain pair of, sh- pair of shoes yes, for them to get on. Exactly. Because there's nothing worse than the kids being disappointed. They can't get on with I their know. siblings or you or whatever. So just kind of check that before you go if there's something you have in mind. But if they are too small or it's a baby or whatever, um, you have the ability to do rider switch, which is awesome. So just go up as you're going to enter the ride line and the cast member will scan your ticket and that will give you a rider switch. Just say, I need a rider switch. And that scan will give you the other adult um, and who has to sit out. So like if you're sitting out with your child, they're going to give you three tickets, right? Yeah, yeah, they scan it, and so you, the other adult and two children, will get to go back on through the li- like fast pass or the lightning lane or just the back line or yeah. whatever. You pretty much get to kind of walk on it to save time, so the other part of your group will, won't have to wait too long. Oh, yeah. So the first part of your group, like me and my kids, we walk through the standby line, we wait, we get on, we get off, and then dad can take two more kids and go through the fast pass line, jump on. Get off. And right. We all got to do it. It's a total game changer. Yeah. So for it's sure. Like, and it's available to anyone that has infants or toddlers or just that know about it. So be sure to use that because it really can get you. Everyone in the group can do the ride and some of the kids can do it twice. And it's just it's so fun and easy. A hundred percent. OK, let's kind of back up a little bit and talk about navigating our days. And I think we we, we are on the same page about this, too. But there's something called rope drop which is kind of funny. It's another term that people use, but we like to really show up early before yeah. the park opens. Essential. Yeah. It's essential. It's essential to really maximize your day because it's a quieter time of the day. We th- you know, the kids are already up. They're already up I and know. excited. It's and it's like, birds. you might as well use that time. You might as well. And so just in case you aren't aware, Disney will allow you to like go through the turnstiles like scan up to maybe 30 minutes ahead of park opening, right? Mm -hmm. And so you are able to like go on in through the turnstiles, go down Main Street, take your pictures, you know, do whatever. And then especially like over towards Disneyland, if you're not super familiar with it, as you approach the castle, you have like kind of these offshoots of all the different lands, Mm -hmm. right? You have Tomorrowland and 
fantasy land and adventure land and frontier land. And at each of the land entrances, there's going to be like a rope. It's like roped off. And so you'll see crowds starting to form there. And essentially there's workers waiting for like the official open time. So check the hours on the app. It's probably 8 a.m., 9 a.m., whatever it is. And then at 8, you'll hear people screaming, cheering, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yes, it's so exciting. And rope drop, right, yeah, happens. Right. And we love to be there ready to go into a land at rope drop time because that's when you're able to really just walk on those rides and knock them out. I mean, it's essential, like Lauren said. Yeah, you really have to utilize those first few hours of the park because I just think you can punch out a few of the favorites, no wait times. And even like a little hack is don't use your genie right up front because like I know we even did this. We put Guardians probably the first 30 minutes that the park opened. So we ran over there, got in, got heading in and we realized standby has zero weight. Like everyone's walking on and standby. And the thing about Jeannie, I don't think we mentioned is that you only get to use the ride once. So you get one Jeannie pass, lightning lane pass per ride that's listed. That's the one downside. Yeah. So once you've used it, you've used it. And so if you have a short to no wait, like get in the wait, standby, just do that. And the cast member can help you cancel it. You right. do have to cancel it so you can use it later at a busier time. Totally. And um, if you don't see the little cancel button, just ask the cast member there. They'll help you cancel it, jump in the other line, and then you can use it that afternoon when it's a 60-minute wait. Yeah, that's a key tip because those early, early morning hours... You guys, I like really don't underestimate them. They are like pretty magical because it's quiet. Lines are like really low. Yeah, you do. Everybody's looking fresh. You're looking all fresh. And I mean, I think it's a lot of natural instinct to maybe run to those a la carte rides because you don't want to pay for them and you know that the ride line gets long. But sometimes you can get roped into really quick because everyone's headed that way. Right. You can kind of get stuck in a 30-minute wait. Right. And then you're kind of losing that time. So you just kind of have to prioritize. Like, if that is crucial to you and you want to be sure to do that ride and you want a shorter wait, then yes, go first. I don't ever, I never go to like the the crowd line. So like we're talking about like Rise of the Resistance, cars. So like, for example, last time I was at California Adventure, I think like everybody rushed to like web slingers and cars. And I went over to like Pixar Pier and we did Toy Story and Incredicoaster. And we did like all of the pier in 30 minutes. It was crazy. Yeah. And so at least you can feel good of like, because Toy Story gets up there and it's a great ride. We love it. And the weight will really, really tick up there. And so it's like, I can feel good that we knocked out the pier and like, we can come back to cars and navigate that and like do single rider and whatever. And so, um, yeah, so I just kind of get to avoid it, but I think you have to see how Yeah, how far up you're in the line up there to the rope drop if you can get ahead of it. So, okay. So the next thing on the app that you kind of need to be aware of is mobile ordering. So this kind of came about during COVID, but, and I was like a slow adapter. I was a resistant adapter to it, but you used to like have to go up and order at the line and all the things, but, and I guess we should talk really quickly about the food. You guys, if you're not Disney people, Disneyland people, because dare I say it might be specific to Disneyland, the food is amazing. Yes, the food is a whole experience on its own. Like, it has taken a life of its own in the last few years. It's like wild, the amount of 
new treats and new involvement and new, I mean, foodie lists and seasonal treats. You can just eat your way right I mean, through the really, park. really, that's half, like for especially adults, it's like half the experience these days. <laughs> totally is. And I laugh because I've been a lifelong Disneyland, you know, goer. Yeah. And literally forever, they just had turkey legs and churros. <laughs> forever. <laughs> and then now to see just the hundreds oh. of yummy options you have to choose from yeah. and they're rotating and seasonal. It's just crazy. It's so, so definitely get on your A game and like look ahead or kind of uh, we share some treats on Disney on the Dime, just popular ones or recommended ones or something new. Yeah. But there is so much. If to you're a foodie, try. like definitely go check out the food and like make a reservation ahead of time if you want to have a sit down dining experience or anything. But yeah, let's talk about mobile ordering. So like when you want to go eat or even like get a treat or anything. Let's, let's tell yeah, them what that is. Ordering is definitely a more convenient way again, as well to manage your time because the lines do, um, you know, get long during, especially during those peak dining hours. So if you're in line and you do know where you selected where to eat, um, maybe go ahead and place your order. Again, there's window time slots that you can pick it up. And um, I would just go ahead and place it when you're in line, because I think it really, then when you're getting offline, you can get, off the ride, right. um, you can put, I'm pre- ready, I'm coming, I prepare my food. And as you're heading that way, really, it's going to be ready by the time you get there. Yeah. And it really just knocks out, again, another 30-minute delay for ordering, waiting for your food, maybe longer. I mean, I've been in some long food lines oh, before. I know. And yeah. it really throws you off. And back at the beginning of covid this was kind of the only way they were doing food. They didn't really want people coming in the restaurants. You would order. You would only come in to your window when it was ready. And then you would like leave again. It was very like, mm-hmm. it was kind of strange. But I think that really threw a lot of us into the process of using mobile ordering and just how great it is. It's super easy. Okay. We have to spend a minute and kind of share some of our favorite treats and all of the things. I have got to give a plug to Pooh's Corner. Yes. If you're, if you're going to Disneyland, it has been a fan favorite of Lauren and I's from the very, very beginning. It's at the very back left corner of the park, um, kind of behind Splash Mountain over by the Pooh ride. And it's just a darling little shop where they have all the treats and the kids can watch them kind of making some of the desserts and whatnot. But Okay, I want to hear like your top two treats that you love at the parks. I know. It's Give so it to hard. Me. I like, I don't know. I, I kind of, I wouldn't say there's one standard thing I always get, but like, I mean, the churros are kind of for me, they've come up with really fancy churros. That has like been a big thing lately. They have like the last two years, they come out with like all these different s'mores and lemon and, and I love a good churro, but I've also had some misses with the churros. I have too. Totally. So I won't like totally like say that is the end all be all, but it is a great treat. Um, I love the beignets. Those yep. are over at the, I would say that's Julep your favorite. Bar. <laughs> yeah. I think they're a really great thing for the buck. You can get a six pack for your family and everyone can get one. And they're just kind of these yummy donut croissants. They're just so yummy. And they as well have different kinds sometimes and it's really great um the dill whip's kind of a standard popular one they have a full tropical hideaway bar now where they have raspberry and like chili lime and you know pineapple those are so fun but then like sarah and i she'll probably dive into the poos treat poos corner treats yeah. there's I'm so a many there of habit you yeah, guys I and i get the so exact same thing <laughs> i get the exact same thing every single time so over at poos corner and maybe it, i know on main street they have it but 
there's a marshmallow wand. Yes. Um, and I forget what they call it, but there's the Tigger tail that's like marshmallow with sugar covering that looks like Tigger's tail, literally. And then they have the chocolate one that's like a marshmallow dipped in caramel covered with chocolate. And it is just so, so good. good. Yes, we love marshmallow. I that just is love like it. a go-to for sure. I just sure. love it. And then the other thing that you have to try, have to get if you're a toffee fan is the churro toffee. And I dare say, even if you're not a toffee fan, because yeah, I'm not a toffee fan and I enjoy it. I do so think good. it's very good. It's like it's very dipped soft. in like a white chocolate. Yep. Oh, and it has so the cinnamon good. sugar. It's it's very good. The churro toffee is legit. And then the, and then I know this is so lame, but they have like packaged pre pre packaged treats. Yes. The two that I actually really like to get is I like the toffee. I do like the peanut toffee. She just loves to bring that back. I, I that's my treat to take home I and know. eat at home. Yum. And then I love the saltwater taffy at Bing Bong. Ping pongs, bing bongs, whatever. Really, saltwater yes. taffy. Oh my god! Pixar Pier. Yeah. What is that right. guy's a, name? Yeah. In Inside Out. Bing bong. Yeah. Bing bong. Bing bong. Whatever. Um, there's a bag of like strawberry, whatever, saltwater taffy, oh, and so funny. Me and my kids love it. Really, it's okay. so good. Yeah. What well, do you think the- about the cookies and like those things? Very rarely have I gotten a cookie. I kind of got this like blondie, like cookie brownie thing last time. And it was really good. First time I'd ever gotten that. And there's like the num nums over at Incredible Coaster that the classic big um, chocolate chip cookie. They have cupcakes. Their caramel apples are go-tos. Yeah, those I mean, are they're really good. just so many things. Anything There's, is so good. I know. They're, uh, they're they're really well known for their pretzels, too, and their cream cheese-filled pretzels. I mean, there's just, like, so many different treats. Literally, the Disney dining is a whole world in its own. Yeah. Like, it really no is. lie, you guys. There really is. It I mean, is a whole, like separate thing like but we will say one of our big tips is always to bring your own snacks too because it can rack up really fast and I don't know if you want to buy every kid a churro so definitely pack you know lots of snacks throughout the days even during lines or during while they wait you know just be sure to pack lots of extra food because I think you can bring it in you can bring in waters maybe even bottles of sodas, whatever you want, because that is all yeah. okay. And if you have awesome. a stroller, like it's awesome. <laughs> totally. So. It's so good. And then a, a thing that we did once, which I actually really loved, is we got our kids before the trip, we got Disney gift cards and then we got lanyards for each of our kids and we loaded like $20 on each Disney card where they they had $20. They could either spend it towards a souvenir or they could spend it on two, three treats throughout the trip or whatever. Right, right. And so that was kind of a fun concept we did on one of our trips that yeah. I think, you know, the kids, they love thinking they've got a credit card. Right. Thinking that they, and they can use the money how they yeah. want to use it. Yeah. And that got, we gave that up to them. So that was really yeah. fun. One and, of them got like the leather bracelet with their name on it. Right. Something like my daughter, I think just got food, like, you know, and so that's kind of a fun idea. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. Love that. Um, okay. Let's talk about our favorite rides. Yes. I mean, let's start at California Adventure. Yes. Top two. My favorite, I mean, I guess it is along the lines of the thrill rides, but Guardians of the Galaxy is for sure just like my end all be all. so fun. I just love the drop like thrill. Like for me, that's just so thrilling. Like it's so much fun. If you don't know, it used to be Tower of Terror. So it's the really tall building and it's essentially like an elevator machine that like goes up and and then it just drops. drops you. 
I do love Tower Terror. I'm a I'm a sucker for like the nostalgic one over at Disney World or from Disney World, but they've done an amazing job on Guardians and it really just fits perfect in Avengers Campus. That one's so fun. And I think Incredicoaster is just a really awesome, wonderful coaster. Oh, you're so brave. I know. And as Sarah is not a girl for the coasters, uh, even can't. that one. I do them. I, I can stomach each of them like once, but I'm not even kidding. I just get like nauseous. I I'm sweating. It's just not enjoyable for me at all. I know. I have a question. When you're on a really fast roller coaster, do you put your head back against the seat? Are you keeping it kind of forward so it doesn't bounce around? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's like the forever juggle for me. I'm like, wait, do I stick my head back against the seat or am I like keeping it forward? So what are you doing? I've tended to lean forward. And just like stay in this like suspended position, this like just position. don't move. Yeah. I will say there have been times I've been on rides because I tend to like tweak my neck sometimes. Yes. And so when I am kind of in like, I don't know, defense or nervous mode, I do push it back just so that it doesn't get tweaked so much. But I do think by nature, my head is bobbing around. Oh, and I, I think hate that's it. kind of part of the, the experience. I but hate that. To be better off, I think you should push it against the headrest. Yeah. So then it's not jerking around. Oh gosh, that is so funny. Out. I've never really I'm thought in my about head. it. Oh, I'm in my no, head I the whole time. I have thought about it. That's not true. On Everest in Disney World, I remember thinking that I need to push it back because my uh, neck hurts. Like can hurt. Okay. So, maybe one of my favorite rides is soaring over Oh, the yes. world. It's amazing. I it's magical. It. It's you guys so don't good. forget about Soren. It's oh, kind of over it. there by itself, but I just love it. Yeah. It's, it's so like good. this cool experience where you're, you kind of feel like you're flying and it has smells and, oh, it's just so good. Yes. I love it. That's a do not miss. It's such a it's do so not miss. Yeah. And then I, I do feel like we need to give a shout out to the Disney Junior Dance Party. Yes. Because that's a oh, great man. way to see the characters. For sure. Um, Especially and right now where things are very limited still and you just don't have tons of options. Totally. You don't. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I have had such cute little memories of yes. my kids dancing oh, around. My gosh. We've seen that show evolve through like three different like casts of shows. Yeah, but the puppets. It yes. used to be puppets. puppets. And now it's a full. Yeah. Oh, no, it is so a fun. really fun show to carve out time. Entertainment at Disney is next level. It is. And it's amazing. They just announced that the um, World of Color and Phantasmic and the Electric Night Electrical yeah. Main Street Parade. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Um, is returning in end of April. And Perfect. that's going to be huge because they have kind of been without since I've COVID. And parades. we've missed it so much. I love the parade. They that's do a so pretty fun. good job at having characters available and to be seen. They're still not signing autographs or necessarily like close, Interacting. Yeah, yeah. close interactions, but they're available. We see them, we wave, we yeah. take selfies. And so that's so fun. So be sure to catch some of those for the kids too. Yeah. And especially over at California Adventure, I feel like you have a few shows that you can really kind of get the character experiences. You have the Disney Junior Party, you have the Spider-Man show where he's flying yes. on top oh, of the building. And so my kids cool. just love that. Oh, it's amazing. Like, it's They always want to go catch that. Oh, it's so fun. They're like, that's so cool. And then you can meet Spider-Man right after, get in line. And he does interact kind of in yeah, that way. Yeah, he t- I mean, he's, he's right, right there. He's right kind there. Of. Um, and then there's a Thor show. 
Um, not Thor. Listen to me. Yeah, of course, that's what's on Sarah's mind. Well, <laughs> yes, there's a Doctor Strange show. And Thor does make an appearance. He makes an appearance. <laughs> um, but I loved that show. Yeah, that, was, that one's really fun and really cute, especially just, for Avenger fans. Yes. It's so fun. So, yeah, if you have boys who are into Marvel or girls even, like, it's super fun to be an Avengers canvas campus and see, you know, Captain America, they're all walking around and it's just really awesome and engaging. Okay. Let's jump over to Disneyland. Yeah. Our favorite rides. Favorite rides. Go. Uh, Yes. Our favorite ride over there. I mean, I am a sucker for Splash Mountain. Yes. And I, if you did not know, Splash Mountain will be redesigned here. Probably I would think this year they keep like, I don't know, teasing us about it, but Splash Mountain is just like a fun thrill, but still just really nostalgic Nostalgic. and it has the story and just kind of the fun cheesiness of Disney. But then, um, but Space Mountain is such a good roller coaster. Every time I come off of that, I'm just like that. That was so fun. It's cold and it's dark and it's in the stars. I'm sweating on that one too. I know. know. And it's so Uh, fast. It is. It's a fast roller coaster. They did such a fun job with that. So I just can't help but love that one too. I know. Oh my gosh. So I, if I'm picking my favorite mountain... I know, right? I think mine would be Thunder Mountain. I know, right None there. Of those. <laughs> yes, and then the other one, which is such a good one too. I really like Thunder Mountain. I'm not a Matterhorn fan, like at all. Yeah, Matterhorn um, will definitely give your back a good adjustment. Yeah, Jeez. But if I'm thinking about like my, one of my favorite rides, I would have to say Small World. Like I just really love It's a Small World. I have the best, again, mm-hmm. again, like Disneyland is very much an experience of how I see it through my children. You know what I'm oh, saying? Of course. Or through my children's eyes. I feel like I love watching my kids at Disney. Well, let's be real. Like they have two or three like adult rides, but a lot of it is geared towards yeah, kids. Like, and so you have to keep that in mind. You're not going to be like totally satisfied with all the fun rides. You're going to like share this with your children. And, yeah. and even though we go without our kids and we have a fun time and it's because it's just a fun, special place to us, but it is so magical and so enticing and, and such an experience for little eyes. Yeah. I just have like the sweetest memories with all three of my children, especially around that like year mark or something where they're so, so special, such a special time and them on small world and their eyes. Like I can just remember being on the little boat with like all three of them watching their faces the whole time. And just like, they are just like in awe of like, what am I seeing? And the song and the smiles and the, like, there's just so much stimulate, like all of it to look at. And it's just like burned in my brain forever. And I just love it. I love that. But Pirates is an awesome Uh, one. Pirates is an all-time favorite for me too. It's a nice boat ride, lots to see too, but it's just also a classic. Yes. It's just, there's a handful of classics. Haunted Mansion's a classic. It's so, so fun. fun. Um, Fantasyland has so many different characters and from Dumbo to Snow White and Pinocchio rides. It's I just, know. there's, it's, it's also great. Tell them about Fantasmic. Yeah, Fantasmic is a show on the water right there at the Rivers of America. And it is honestly like a ticket in its own right there. I feel like it's like worth the ticket of Disney. It's really just a full production. And if you can get a good seat, it's just so fun to watch. So many characters, so many effects, 
a huge pirate ship comes right through. Like, I mean, it's like one of a kind. I'm so glad they're bringing it back. I mean, it's such an, it really is like a spectacular, like a nighttime spectacular. It really is just one of a kind. It's so awesome. So we love that. Excited about that. Really like the fireworks too. Yeah, fireworks. There's nothing like the cherry on top. Sarah's kind of like, sometimes I have to drag her over there. But I just think it's also such a unique experience to Disneyland. That's like something, their signature almost. Yeah. The music, the fireworks, the effects. You can't help but almost like want to cheer up at the end of the day with all your kiddos and just feeling so like, I know. Just such a sweet, magical feeling there. It's, I know. It, 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 the fireworks really knows how to pull the heart strings. It totally does. I have this moment where literally it was like the first time I had been to Disneyland. Um, man, like I had only been one right. other time ever. Right. And Lauren had convinced me to go when her twins were probably six months. And yeah, Kate they were also little. Yeah, Kate was probably four or five months old. And we were like, I was brand new to parenting and everything. And anyway, I just have this memory of like me holding baby Kate and it being chilly and I'm standing on Main Street and the fireworks are going off. And I was literally crying, crying. literally tears in my eyes, just like, I can't believe I'm here and my baby and this whole thing. They just know the music, all of it, the smells, the sights. It's just oh my like gosh. too well, much. And at Christmas, gosh. they snow down Main Street. Oh, geez. Oh my course. gosh. There's nothing more like magical. You're just like, oh. Like, it I'm just... not even going to lie though. It's the reason I eye roll about the fireworks is just leading up to the fireworks. And I just mean the waiting, the crowds, the yes. people. Yes, it I can is. get so I annoyed. It is. I know. I Ugh. mean, that is the thing. You guys, it is crowded. It's just, it's crowded. I don't know if it'll ever not be crowded ever, no. ever again. You just and, have to have low expectations. And you do just have to kind of be mentally prepared for that. And I think Genie, Genie Plus does a really good job at kind of helping you not notice the crowds as much because you're going through quicker lines and you're not waiting as long. And I think if you're mobile ordering, like you're not noticing the crowds of people, because I know it can feel overwhelming or like intimidating when you're there and you're like, look at the restaurant line. Oh, that's so long. Look at that. What what do I do? I feel kind of lost. And at any time, it's always great to grab a treat and sit down, take a breather, maybe catch a showtime, take a breather. Like, But if you're kind of trying to prioritize and manage your time through the day with Genie Plus, hitting the important things up front, you know, you really can make it a smooth experience. Oh, totally. Even though I I know it feels very busy. It does. It totally does. And I do think one of the best tips we always give people is sit down with your kids and like make a priority list of like, what they really, really would be heartbroken not to do, right? And like, make sure you do those things and just have really low expectations. I hate to say that, but just go into it with low expectations. And then anything that happens above and beyond that, like, it's just awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it's a bonus. I think also with prioritizing, like, yeah, maybe have each kid pick two rides they really want to do. And at least if you can check those off and then the extras, then you feel like they really got to see that one thing or do the thing they really wanted to do. Yeah. And the thing is, if you do want more than just rides, there's lots of extra little experiences. I mean, there is like something called Animation Academy where you can learn to draw from, you know, an actual Disney animator. It's so fun. I mean, there's actual like 
there's always festivals going on at California Adventure. There's Turtle a, Talk with there's, Crush. Right. We right. love it. There's the Food and Wine Festival, or they just finished the Lunar um, New Year. And so there's always little extras going on. There's Calvacades. They don't currently have parades. You can watch the little floats come by. Um, there's, yeah. you know, Fill Our Magic. It's a 3D show. And um, all of that is on your app. So like yes. at the top of the Disneyland app, if you filter on uh, a I think it's attractions, dining, entertainment. entertainment you go to entertainment and you'll see all the different like things going on throughout the park that I think are, I think it's what makes Disney Disney. Right. It sets it apart. You know, like there's a huge marching band, Disneyland yes. marching band that comes down Main Street. And, you know, just take a second and catch that. I just enjoy I it. I mean, yes, there's like, there really is constant like little, and as, as I think the weeks and the months go on, they are really bringing back more and more and more. So I think you just, need to like kind of take a breather I mean it there's just so much it's all just bundled up together so fun it's so fun yes and I mean we could just go on and on and on but I mean take really could uh, the other thing I just had to mention is if you do go for the genie plus option keep in mind that you have access to all the photography so take advantage So throughout the parks, you're going to see, yeah, photo pass. You're going to see the cast members in like a blue vest and blue pants with the camera, a big SLR or what's that? A big camera. I forget what they're called. Anyway, they're for photo pass. And so essentially they will take like posed awesome pictures for you in these great locations and they link them to your phone. And so you can go onto the app later and download these high resolution images and have those that you used to have to pay for. I right. mean, it, I, I, yeah, an extra charge. I would never get them. Yeah, but it was now like the souvenir. It's so great. So that's like a really good benefit that, like, literally, I told I told Lauren at one point. I was like, "I'll see you later. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get some photos with the find the photographers." And we just literally like bounced around from the different photographers it, and yes. yeah. And all you do is you just kind of get in line, or if they're just standing there, be like, "Hi, I'd like to take some photos." And and they're like, yeah, perfect. And then they'll scan your thing and you're good to go. Yes. So it's, it's, um, yeah. it's such a great bonus, great quality and exposure. They know the shot, the angle. Yep. So it's a fun souvenir. So fun. And they, quick tip, they do have the magic shots. What are yes. they called? And they can kind of, yeah. gosh, I forget. There's a specific name for it, but ask about it. They have this option where they can like superimpose Tinkerbell or Mickey yes, or a churro. special effect or balloon. Uh, yeah, they do yeah. like special fe- effects in the photos, like in post-production. And it's super fun. It's yeah. a fun thing for your kids. Oh, totally. Yeah, so. Okay, well, that was our Disneyland tips and tricks, you guys. Oh my gosh, so much. And we <sighs> could still keep going, but hopefully this helps. And if you have any questions... I mean, of course, feel free to DM us or even go over and look at Disney on the Dine. There's tons of like content and tips there too. But I mean, absolutely, there's so much to learn, but don't be scared. Don't. Just be excited. Do yes. the best you can. There's so much to enjoy. It and will tag be such us a great when time. you're there. We want oh, to yes. see all your pictures. Yes. Oh my gosh. So fun. And make sure to go enter our giveaway. It went live today. Well, Monday. This episode goes out on Monday. So it's going live today. And um, again, we're giving away two tickets to Disneyland in California, Anaheim, and it will include Genie Plus. So you can just really maximize that day. And then we're going to have some great um, custom shirts. Yes, so, so exciting. We'll have you pick out the color you want and the sizing and all of that to the winner. So, okay, well, 
with that, we are back every Monday with a brand new episode of The Mom Voice. We've got some fun content planned, so make sure you're following the show, you're subscribed to the show wherever you listen. And if you don't mind, if you enjoyed what you heard today or it was somewhat helpful, please take a quick, quick second and go leave us a five-star rating and a review. It is the only way we grow and we really, really appreciate it. You can find Lauren and I over on Instagram at The Mom Voice Podcast. And anything else, Lauren? No, but thanks for indulging us with our Disneyland tour. We are so excited for any of you guys to enjoy it this year. And yeah, definitely let us know if you need anything else. You'll have a blast. So we will talk to you next week. Bye. Take care of each other. All right, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.